0: I think it'll be a lively. Discussion. A lively
1: discussion. Not really, because I don't. I'm just kind of like now. I just got bored. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Who who wants to kick off?
2: Well, welcome. Like we right the, the well, fires. And kick the welcome fire. to the Nerdtastic Four podcast. My name is Rose.
0: <laughs>
3: Man, that sounded so awesome. My name's Kern.
0: Yeah, I'm Chris. I'm just whatever the hell that was.
1: <laughs> I know. I think there's something wrong with our <laughs> Skype transmission here. Who's <laughs> the waddle? <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: the last Eddie. time Rose introduces us. She was such a Debbie Downer.
2: Oh, you know, it's just one of those days.
3: That's emo Rose right
1: there. Emo Rose.
3: Emo yeah,
2: Rose, trademarked. You can get my action figure
1: (laughs) at the KB Toys near you, (laughs) right? Comes
2: with a trench coat.
1: KB Toys. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by KB Toys.
2: We don't exist anymore, (laughs) but that Um, won't stop us from selling you weird toys.
1: So we should preface this episode by saying, if the audio for some reason is not great, we're going with it. Um,
0: yeah. we, yep. had, we had issues last week when we recorded Yeah, it. we recorded a Halloween-themed podcast. We did it.
4: Oh, I'm so sad. We talked about our
0: favorite movies. Uh, we talked about how horrible Hocus Pocus was. And no. you'll never get to hear
1: <laughs> all of our amazing discussions. Reasons, because at the end of it, we all agreed that that movie is just straight trash. No,
2: yeah, not. Yeah. We did not. We, <laughs> no, did we not all that. A
0: can't prove it's it.
2: It's one better. of my favorites.
0: So, here, I'll play a clip of it right now. All right, so as you can see, we all thought uh hocus pocus is trash. I hope it's anyway. really
1: Microsoft Sam when I go back and listen to this.
0: <laughs> all right,
1: hocus so hocus pocus
0: is
2: trash.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: My name okay. is Rose.
0: <laughs> and I hate focus, <laughs> <gets> focus. focus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway,
1: we're gonna roll with this because we didn't play another game of drunk Monopoly.
0: <laughs> yep, no drunk Monopoly. We're all sober. Well, current uh, not. A
1: super
3: sober.
0: Yeah, that is correct. I, I had a Chris. Why so do you was... stereotype me, Chris? I'm not <laughs> stereotyping you, you drunk.
1: <laughs>
0: it's no. not a stereotype well, if it's true. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into the current events. current events. maybe the maybe the events uh, will be drunk as well. So, current event, so, okay. Oh, okay, go ahead. What, oh, sorry,
1: on. he just—that's the name we call it. Current event. You'll it. get your moment. We're gonna let you. You got. We've got like a ton of gaming news because we haven't been back. Oh, we got a ton yeah. of movie, news, comic news, and of course, Stranger Things season two has dropped. This oh, will be
0: our main, main topic, topic of topic, discussion period, later on.
1: That's it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just us rambling. Yeah. Um so, let me light the fires here. We know this, guys. The Gambit movie is happening. It is.
4: Tanning
1: um, Shadom. Yeah. A man with both first and last partial both names. Both of his names are first last. They're both parts of names. They're not first or last. It's true. Um... But apparently, it's going to come out in 2219. now. 2219. 19. Right. Wow. Well, I keep saying Damn. that. It, it's subliminal because here's the thing. Because I think it's this even movie, more likely. I think that movie was supposed to come out in 2014. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, okay.
1: Probably. I'm okay with it. Probably. So, um, do we care? I uh, care
3: about yeah. what's
2: happening.
1: Yeah, so s- I want to see a different uh,
3: X Men movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
2: I'm excited to see uh, how Channing Tatum does his Gambit. I think it's an interesting pick. And I'm really excited that it's not dead somewhere in an alleyway, which is what I thought happened to it.
1: Right. 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 Uh, (laughs) I mean, I love it. I I love the casting, so I'm down. And I love lots of Gambit storylines, so I can do it. Uh, Let's see. Ooh, Michael Bay wants to bring Dora the Explorer to the big screen. That's also happening.
0: He sure does.
2: That's... (laughs) Wasn't that like a college humor joke or something?
0: There's going to be explosions. Oh, it's, it's a real thing. Hey, you Google it. Google it. Make sure we're not like it's, being... It's a real thing. No,
2: I mean, no, it's a real thing, but didn't they do... Didn't college oh, yeah, do yeah. a joke well, about that?
3: Don't they start explosion? <laughs>
0: so here's what I'll say about this. Think <laughs> back... Whenever you think of M. Night Shyamalan, you think of twists, Right? Yeah. Yeah, well, he did the Avatar movie, which admittedly was awful, but he didn't like insert a twist into it. He didn't fall I... into his own, you know, uh weird idea that people have of him. Even though he could have, he actually decided to go with his own vision for an Avatar movie, which was garbage. <laughs> but my point is Michael Bay is known for explosions and stuff, but I think he could make a of the Explorer movie that's good. If he makes it a kid's movie, it'll probably be really easy to make a kid's movie out of a kid's property already. Or if he goes like the Tomb Raider Raider route, it could be like a more family-friendly Tomb Raider movie. And there will be
3: an explosion for sure.
0: I guarantee you. What I want there to happen, I want there to be dynamite in the movie, and when it's about to go off, something stops it, so there's almost an explosion. (laughs) Instead, there's
2: no explosion. It's like, here it is, here it is, here it is. Aw. Bam, explosion blue balls.
0: Exactly. In
1: a Michael Bay movie, it'd be perfect. no one would expect it. I'm for it because if you really think about it, let's take the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider movies, right? Yes. Those are calm. Those are run-of-the-mill by modern-day standards. Right. So let's just rotoscope on some orange pants and a pink top <laughs> and give her a little bit of an accent, let her speak Spanish, change the haircut up a little bit from ponytail to the bob, and you right. know what? Just you sell that as Dory the Explorer and it works. Yeah. So, I, I I think
3: the explosion tease should happen like periodically through the whole movie. So it's like a blue ball buster all the way through it. Yeah. It's like five or six times through the movie, you're like, oh here it goes, here it goes. Oh. Oh wait, no. I, I, oh. I feel
1: like you just want a lot of explosions, so like she should carry like a Galaxy Note Seven, and just keep showing it to the camera, like it's gonna explode. Michael Blay has to blow up something, so. <laughs> uh, um, let's see what else we. Oh, the Dark Universe, Universal's Dark Universe. It's time for a reboot, because Ooh. we're on a continuous cycle of reboots. Every movie that comes out, we get a reboot.
2: They're like, ah, oh, nobody liked this. Instead of making a good movie, we're just gonna keep trying and making whatever.
3: It's
2: so, the sad thing is, is that the mummy wasn't like like it was not great, but I feel like with a few changes, it could have been a really good movie. And it's it's kind of a bummer that it they just kind of dropped the ball a bit because I think it had some real potential. And I it was fun watching it, but I could definitely tell that it wasn't where it needed to be.
1: Let's consider this. When your franchise hasn't been able to pull it off with the help of, let's see, Anthony Hopkins, uh, Toro, Tom Cruise, Tom Tom Cruise, Cruise. Aaron Eckhart. It's time to consider that maybe your idea sucks. I'm not saying that the monsters suck. I'm saying your idea for them sucks. Yeah. What you're doing is just wrong. Maybe you just need to tell Frankenstein story instead of making him underworld undead. And, yeah. I think it's also I think,
3: that, I think it's also more about what the audience is ready for, you know, and it, I don't think they're just really ready for that. I think they're in this whole like superhero mode type thing. Even though yes, the that that uh that comic where where's the mummy and all that kind of becomes like a superhero type thing. I just don't think they're ready for that. I don't think the audience is ready for that.
2: I think I've said it before, if they get in with freaking uh what is it, White Wolf who does all the World of Darkness games. If they get in with those kind of people and did like their stories as their dark universe, it would be bomb. Because they, they have some really kick-ass lore and some really good writers as well. So think, they just need to do that.
1: I think you kick it old school. I mean, personally, yeah. I don't want to see... I'm tired of all the new age flashy vampires and emo Frankenstein. Like, let's get Lon Chaney and Bela Lugosi's spirit up and let's do this right. Vincent Price. Reveal the magic, you know? I think that's it. And as far as the audience not feeling it, Kern, I believe you, but the problem is this. This has been the biggest year for horror films ever. So yeah. it's really hard to sell me that just people aren't interested in being scared or having horror movies. Like, yeah, but it's not yeah, it's, but it's not a typical horror
3: film, I don't think. I mean, I don't think it's but that's, that's. But that's, yeah. that's still what you make then. Right? I mean,
0: that's like – don't breathe and get out weren't typical horror films, and they did amazing. So
1: and it was more traditional. Though. I mean, compare I mean, it
0: to I mean,
3: compare it to like the Swamp Thing. Back back when the what, what oh the monster
1: was, from the Black Lagoon. I thought you meant actual Swamp Thing. No, I and mean I there was like, a there, no, wasn't there that, a movie
3: or a TV series or something? Of swamp there was thing? both
1: for Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, and and I guess it did okay. You know, I mean, I I just think the timing is off. What with
1: Dick Durak, they did they did amazing.
3: No, I'm talking about now. I think yeah. the timing's just a little bit off for for that kind of stuff.
2: Like it's know, not yeah. everybody's in superhero mode. They don't really want to see other stuff. They don't yet want right horror
3: superhero. Is I guess is what I'm trying to say. They, they but that's what I'm horror. saying is
1: don't make them superheroes. They're so focused on making them the Dark Avengers instead of making them Frankenstein sure. and Dracula. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Make a horror film, goddamn it. Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, you can still, like, eventually tie it all together, but don't yeah. make that the main focus. Don't make the main focus doing, like, a Justice League or an Avengers with with uh, horror movie characters, creatures. I agree.
1: That's, yeah. I mean, I think that's the main takeaway. They haven't learned yet. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with that. Absolutely. Let's see. Oh, Disney is apparently interested in acquiring some Fox Studio. They want yeah. those thoughts. Rutt, roll, Which right. means Gambit may be totally gone next year. <laughs> but for right now, there's
2: yeah, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about that because, on one hand, I would really like them to be able to use some of the characters in the Disney films um, and, and get some X-Men going on in the alongside the Avengers and that kind of thing. But on the other hand, I feel like Disney isn't going to make those R-rated movies that uh, – that like, they've been doing with like Deadpool and uh, Logan. So I feel like Disney's not going to do that. And those movies are really good, and I want to see more of those.
1: I 100% agree. I think that the biggest problem when we talk about them taking over studio is everyone's excited about what they've done with Lucasfilms. But mm-hmm. the problem is this. They haven't done anything with Lucasfilms. They've done a lot with Star Wars. Yeah. And that bothers me because I, I'm a big Fan of like Indiana Jones, which I keep hearing is coming in the yeah, Harrison Ford's on stuff, but we haven't seen anything. And it bugs me because there's a lot of properties. Willow's there, Warwick Davis wants to come back, Bill Comer wants to come back. And yeah, that's been happening for years, but the fact is Disney doesn't have enough money to put into that or Labyrinth or any of these other things. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's, that's true. I would like to see more of the Lucas, like, because you don't think about those other Lucas properties very often. You think of Lucas, you think of Star Wars. But they are there, and there's quite a lot of them that they have. Um, And then uh,
1: the whole thing with Fox screams to me of streaming service because the problem is that Disney doesn't own the original or the prequels. They don't own those those other six films. Yeah. They're just buying up Star Wars. And that means that – think about it. Films like Aliens, films like Indiana Jones are collateral to them. Yeah. They're just willing to throw them in the wastebasket if they can milk – the money out of Star Wars. That's not good for anyone. That's not good for Star Wars fans. That's not good for people of other films. And plus, if we're just going to make more Star Wars films, so long original ideas. They'll just pump out Marvel movies, and, and
2: Star Wars movies. So
1: for the next, I, I 20
3: a, years. I got a question on the Indiana Jones thing. Does Does Lucasfilm own that outright? Because I thought that was a collaboration with Spielberg.
2: Well,
1: I, I mean, he may have some some ownership of them, but he doesn't own them. They're Lucas right? They're Lucas Films. I mean, they're okay. they're. So that's the thing. Like, There's so much that goes into this. I'm all for them getting the rights to their Marvel properties back. That's fair game. They own Marvel.
2: Yeah.
0: But come on. It's just...
2: Yeah, that's my, be, Like, I have those mixed feelings, yeah.
0: My thing is, like, since Disney bought LucasArts, like, the Star Wars stuff that we've gotten hasn't been, like, Disney-fied. They're letting LucasArts do their thing, and Disney's just, like funding it and giving the resources and stuff. Like, we don't see, like, the Disney castle at the beginning of Star Wars. I just feel like they're letting them do their own thing. And, like, like what you said about Disney, like, not letting rated R Marvel movies happen. Well, they own Miramax, let's be clear. Yeah, they own other companies, and they let those companies do their thing. Like, Miramax and, like, Touchstone, that Disney owns, they put out R-rated movies. It's just that they don't put out, movie, like, Disney... You know, it doesn't say right. Disney at the beginning and then, you know, show violence and boobs and all that stuff. It's like, that. that's why, that's not what bothers me about the Fox thing. It's like what Desmond's saying is, they're buying Fox for just a few things. And then, like, they might put Aliens and Indiana Jones and stuff like on their streaming service, too.
1: Right, but they're not going to like,
0: do anything, like, with the future of those franchises. Like, they'll just die. That'll just be yeah.
1: And the real thing that worries me is Fox is one of the few companies that actually takes risk. Not say Miramax doesn't, but Weinstein and then both took risk and they're both going to be in real. I mean, Weinstein's done. Let's be real. Well,
2: yeah. He's, he's done.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, he's, he left his company, but I don't see them coming back strong right away. So it's just such a, it would be such a bad loss. And then you get to think about all the jobs that would be lost. Like, it's just not appealing to me as an, as for the industry to see that happen.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Speaking of that, did you guys hear that the director of the best Star Wars film of all time is getting his own trilogy?
2: <laughs> I Something saw only that. George
1: Lucas himself could do before. That's right. Uh, it's going to be Johnson.
2: interesting. I guess it's they're just going to keep making Star Wars movies until we die, which I can't well, tell yeah, it is it's a good thing or a bad thing.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, it's a bad thing. It's a terrible thing. Here's the thing. For one... Ryan Johnson, he's the one that did episode eight and he's doing nine now or is Abrams. Abrams. See, Abrams is, yeah. back. So we haven't even seen eight. Eight hasn't gotten its critical reception, it hasn't gotten anything. But we're all guessing that they probably played it really safe. There's not gonna be anything crazy in it, and it's gonna make a bunch of money. And so Disney's giving him a new trilogy. The new trilogy isn't gonna be like an episode ten, eleven, twelve. It's gonna be a new trilogy standard, that
2: happens. Right? Huh? It's a standalone, right?
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a standalone trilogy that happens somewhere in the Star Wars universe that's gonna have nothing to do with anything that we've seen and is well, just gonna it's
1: gonna be Skywalker three. That's what we know. We don't know they won't have anything to right, do with Right,
0: right, right. But like it's just one of those things where it's like okay. Star Wars, if you think about just the original trilogy, has like a historical place in the movie industry and it's not just like a sentimental thing, like it, it. It's a sentimental thing too for some people, but like mm-hmm. what it did to films, what it did to oh, like yeah. it set the, the precedent. Yeah, like it. It did a lot. Then we got the prequels, and like they, you know, they were like a fart in the wind. And then we decided to get this new trilogy, and I feel like the new trilogy by itself would have been fine too, and then maybe in another. 10 or 15 years, get a couple more movies, but that's not what Disney wants to do. They want us to get a new star Wars movie every year until we're sick of it. That's and the more,
1: Disney, yeah. And the more, well, they're already telling you that the they're more, quiet.
0: and they also said there's going to be the star Wars TV series right. that they're working on. And what happens is I was telling Desmond this earlier. If you look at the Marvel movies, there are a couple of those Marvel movies that, um, if you don't even think of them as uh, superhero movies, there's really good storytelling and in another um in like another universe it might have actually had some historical significance because of how great the storytelling was in a marvel movie but because we've gotten 20 yeah in plus, 10, years we've, in 10 got, years we've gotten 20, 20 plus movies, movies, marvel movies yeah, um it's all diluted like Fifty years from now, people aren't gonna be talking about the mark that these superhero films left on the the movie right. industry. Right. It's just gonna be like, well, it's just like how people look at action movies. There are some standout action movies, but oh, like you look at
1: Commando Terminator, yeah. people remember Arnold Schwarzenegger,
0: Sebastian, yes. John yeah,
1: Steven Skull. They don't remember the film so much.
0: But it's and it's because superhero is a genre, even though they are yeah. action movies right. and all this stuff. But because we've gotten so many of them that superheroes now a genre, so, like, none of these superhero movies, even if Justice League came out next week and was, like, just amazing, it wouldn't leave any kind of mark because it's all just diluted and watered down. And that's what's going to end up happening with Star Wars is we're going to get so much Star Wars that it could all be good. Every Star Wars movie that comes out from now on could, just, could be just Where as it'll good. It'll become and, you know, its, it's, its own tough. genre. It could be. <laughs> But but, <laughs> but the thing is, is that,
3: is but, that like with, with, and I, I want to back up like to Star Trek. Star Trek started out as a TV series. And so we got right. a whole lot of Star Trek, and then it went into the movies in the 70s, late 70s, and then, um, it went into The Next Generation, which had its movies. And then from there it went into, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Deep D- 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 Space, Nine, Space Voyager, Nine, Enterprise. Voyager. Yeah. And then, um, and so it, it we, we, we got like so much of it. It, it. it becomes like almost repetitive to an extent. And, um, and yeah, you're right. Star Wars could be awesome all the way for the next a hundred years. But at the same time, it could get so diluted that people are just not going to care anymore and it's going to lose a little bit of its, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know zap, so to speak. I mean, I don't, I don't know how to. But.
1: It's so. Yeah, no, Rose. Yeah. I think you hit it on the, the, the <laughs> nail so on the head there. Yeah. I mean, the, here's because here's the two issues I take, Rose. I know you haven't had a chance to really speak on it so late. Like, uh, well, I'm saying on this topic. So yeah, got to yeah. It yeah. It. Here's my thing. I don't like the fact that they're making this announcement before we've seen his first film let alone the the last film in this trilogy and the solo movie that we know we're getting. We yeah. have at least three films before this happens, and now they're hyping three more movies. So now we've got six movies that they're hyping for a, for a series that's released two films. Yeah. Uh, the Disney sequels. Because let's be real, Fox owns the other ones. We talked about that. The other thing that bothers me, and this may be more important, is they, they're set on the schedule of one movie a year. Yeah. Yeah. And once they lock that down, once that's the thing, we get quantity control, not quality control. That exactly. film, is up now, whether it is right or not, and this happens with gaming all the time, and we get shit games yep. just because. Guess what? It's time for Call of Duty to come out.
3: Desmond, you were right in my head because I just, I exactly <laughs> was thinking, quality over quantity versus quantity over quality, and that's exactly what's going to happen. Is it's going to be quantity over quality potentially?
1: Yeah. yeah, and I think we all share it, Rose. I mean, you said it earlier. The magic, there's a magic that goes into the making of Star Wars. Seven mm-hmm. had magic. The reason Seven had magic was because we got something after the prequels, which I don't think are horrible. No, we've been over this. Yeah, but they are. They weren't Star Wars. Seven yeah. felt like Star Wars. It might have felt like a little bit of a retread, definitely mm-hmm. of Star Wars, but it uh, was Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. we saw yeah. the people we wanted to see. We got the stories. What was we a- found album.
3: Backing up, I mean, without Take that way, without yeah. googling it on the on the trilogy, the fir- the original trilogy episodes uh, four, five, and six. What what was the time frame there in relation to when four came out, which we know came out in seventy uh, seven, versus uh, when Return of the Jedi came out. When when did Return of the Jedi come out? Eighty three. Yeah, it
0: was six years. So
3: six years, six years for three movies. Okay, so roughly every two years. Um, You know, they had some time to develop that story and to think about it and to develop a good game plan for it. And 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 it's not that they don't have that now because, you know, they could be working on a story right now that's not going to release for two or three years from now. So if they really put in the effort,
1: then it could be really, really cool. No, but, no, no, there's definitely that cool factor, too. I mean, Star Wars, we all want yeah. more Star Wars. The problem is we don't want more manufactured Star Wars. I don't want to just go into the toy store. Eventually it's going to be a store that's nothing but new Star Wars toys, just more ways to profit off of it. I mean,
3: it's already that way now almost. It's like a whole aisle to itself. But I'm saying you'll have
1: whole stores that just revolve around this. Rose said it will be a genre. Rose, that's my fear is you'll just make a Star Wars film. Make a Star Wars film. (laughs) Don't make anything else. doesn't have to be it. And the beauty of a Star Wars film right now to me is that if you made it, look, they've been a space Western, they've been a space opera, they've been a space fantasy, you could could make a a spy thriller, you could make a comedy, you could make so many things in that universe. But instead, they're just going to make it a thing, just like they've done Marvel. Now there's a Marvel movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that that's the thing. Like, If they can pump out these magical soulful movies every two every every year every two years that's great but it's just one of those things where it's like it makes me worry that yeah you, like y'all said it's going to be quantity over quality like this um they, I'm really excited for episode 8 I was less excited for Rogue One but ended up enjoying it right. um the the I, I I don't care about the Han Solo movie I really don't. And uh, I guess depending on what the trilogy is that this guy's going to do on his own, uh, depends on if I'll be interested in it or not, too. Like, it's just, uh, (laughs) hopefully it'll all be good. But, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't want it to be so oversaturated that you get sick of it. It's like too much of a good thing, even if it's still a good thing. It's going to make you tired exactly. of it. And I'm a, little
3: exactly. bit, I'm a little bit scared for the Han Solo movie just because I don't want to be disappointed in it. You know, I, don't, yeah. I know what I want to see in it. I, I, I know that and you know, we've discussed this on the previous show where we don't want to see what we already know, you know. Yeah. And so we want to see something different as to the character development that led from Han Solo as whatever age they bring him in at to Han Solo that we were introduced to in uh, episode four. And so we want to see something fresh on that. We don't want to see the same bullshit. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I'm
1: fully a fan of Ryan Johnson. He directed Brick. I think that's a criminally underrated film. It's one of my favorite, highest rated films. But I think that when you tell me that somebody is going to make that many films, now I have a conflict. Because Star Wars, George Lucas, because I I like Star Wars from George Lucas. Or is it Star Wars from J.J. Abrams because he's overseeing this? Or is it Star Wars from Ryan Johnson? I get that it transcends people, but you know what? That's the thing. It never transcended George Lucas. George Lucas was Star Wars.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, what and I would now- love that what I would love to see is for it to like if they're going to do a whole new trilogy. Trilogy. I would love to see it backtrack to like the beginning
1: of the Jedi. See, no. and I'm I would take a beginning of the Jedi. My thing I do not want, and I know the internet's gonna rage against me on. I do not want to see Knights of the Old Republic shove that shit up your ass. No, I'm not. No, watching. I'm talking. I'm talking about when they didn't even know what the light side was. Right. No, no. Like we're building. Yeah, we're yeah. discovering kyber crystals and building lightsabers, and we're still using force swords. Yeah, give me that shit. Yeah. But I'm. I refuse Knights of the Old Republic, everyone, because you know what the problem is, guys. Here's the thing. It's, it's one, you're making a video game movie. Yeah, that always works so well. Two, you're taking something beloved, Star Wars, a video game, both at the same time, and you're going to remake it into a film on one person's ideas. Good fucking luck.
2: Yeah.
1: Speaking yeah. of video games, we'll, 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 Kern, we'll I know you on. have. Take, so we'll move segue. on. So I move to the next. I can, <laughs> Great I segue. Because we got to get, we got to get through this. Uh, fans of Pokemon Go can go ahead and delete that now because Niantic has (laughs) abandoned you. They've decided Harry Potter is where it's at. Um, They're going to release a Harry Potter AR game. It'll be known, I think, as Wizard Unite. Was that the right title? United, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Um, Which is great because I still get emails about how good Ingress is going. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yeah. I'm serious. I really do. I get like weekly updates from them on Ingress, but uh, I play Pokemon Go. My wife loves it. Rose, I know you play. Yeah. Chris, you occasionally I think throw some Pokeballs. When me
0: uh, I mean it's on my home screen. That makes it sound oh, like I
1: play it. Oh shit. Game.
0: Uh, and this is a man that doesn't even use folders. So there you go. Um, There's <laughs> folders on phones. So. <laughs> Wait, are there really? So How do, you do that. Uh, <laughs>
2: We'll have to show so, you later,
0: Chris Oh shit, I have a folder for games now
2: <laughs> what? Just like that how did I not know
0: this? Chris's is mind is blown.
2: blown I
0: thought you what? were being sarcastic Games I know, I
1: thought you were being sarcastic <laughs> yeah, man. Bro, how did you not know, man? I did not know there were
0: folders I'm going to put in my games folder, though now the game.
3: Animal next, next
0: time, next time Chris gives me shit about drinking,
3: I'm just gonna remind him of the fact that he didn't know about fucking folders on a phone.
1: So uh, when did this happen? Long ago. Um, oh my gosh. I'm sorry, guy. So uh, Harry Potter AR. I'm, I'm excited to play a game based in the Harry Potter universe, as I am. It's one of the few Lego games that I actually enjoy. Legal or Lego. Lego. Oh okay. <laughs> Legal games. I was like, what kind of games do you play? I play playing? a lot of that uh, <laughs> Leisure 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 Suit Larry. Yeah. The leisure
2: people. Suit Larry, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Also, uh, I believe a Lucas Art product, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. There you go. So they done a lot with Sierra. that. Hey, thanks Disney. We keep
3: I don't le- think Disney yeah, re- wants
2: to touch re- Leisure like, Suit reboot Larry that with a that shit. Pole. Put yeah. that on
3: your VR, freaking.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: So, that's an AR game I'll play.
2: Oh my
0: god.
1: (laughs) Yes, you can, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter. Uh, Who wants to be a wizard? Because you know Everyone. you're going to get to pick a fool just like you get to. You're going to pick. You're, you're going to get to pick Gryffindor or Hufflepuff. Huckle, oh, I can't talk. Hucklepuff. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. That's right. Slithering or Hufflepuff. <laughs> I wonder if you'll uh, have to
0: take the, the sorting wizarding hat? Oh, sorting yeah. hat thing.
1: Yeah. And you'll probably get a Patronus. Yeah. And you'll be able to cast
0: spells. Yeah. My Patronus is a bear. My Patronus is let a bear. Let me just pick. Don't make me take a test. No, you just go to Pottermore.
1: Pick. You log in with your no. Pottermore account. You log in with your Pottermore account and you get the shit you get.
2: Here's you it. got like, wasn't one of the things in Pottermore option, wasn't that one of the options for the Patronus a freaking salmon?
1: Yeah, probably.
3: I don't know. I, I, like I, I remember plans. doing that and I got, a ass, the game, okay? Okay? I got a shitty ass Patronus.
0: It was something like a freaking rat cat. or something. Maybe it was I a cat. cat. I
3: don't know.
0: Here's,
2: here's,
0: a cat. here's the thing. Harry Potter, obviously really hot right now with all these movies coming out.
2: So hot. Right? So new, so fresh. So hot.
0: All I can think is... So fresh. 20 years on. Fresh as hell. All I can think (laughs) is, I know they're going to screw up the one aspect of it that I would want them to get right. And it's the same thing that happened with Pokemon. When they first announced that they were actually doing Pokemon Go, my first thought was that when I see a Pokemon out in the wild with my AR camera... I'll be able to use the gyro in my phone to throw the ball. Hadouken! No, you flick <laughs> your finger. So all I can think is, in the Harry Potter game, what would be great is if you could swing your phone around like a wand to cast magic spells. Like a dumbass. But instead, you will be tracing patterns be- on the phone with your finger like an idiot. And yeah. I'll be like, this is the one part that I, I want to feel like I have a wand... And instead I'm dragging my finger across the screen in, like, a number four shape. It's like, okay. That's but at nice. least it won't make you whisper Latin into it. I probably will.
1: No, but it won't Expecto make you. Expecto delete I
0: delete the game. <laughs> Expecto <laughs> no folderos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You
2: put it in your game folder, though.
0: I know! <laughs> I'll put it in my game folder for sure. Bro, Are you jealous that I have uh, the Animal Crossing game, Rose?
2: Uh
4: just, what?
0: I'm are you jealous that he has a See he has like he has a Galaxy
1: eight plus and didn't know about both Hey fuck off bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh man. It's killing me, I'm sorry. It's just like I didn't of, know. I know.
3: How what could you, you know? not know? You've got a miniature computer you never in your ha- hand.
1: Ha- you never accidentally <laughs> like clicked <laughs> on the app and dragged out another app. I <laughs> just
0: always like made sure I only had enough icons for one screen so I don't have to scroll through screens and stuff. I didn't know that, like, I could, like, put more stuff in one place. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You guys suck.
1: (laughs) Well, speaking of things that suck, it's time to transition to Kern's Gaming Corner. (laughs) Oh.
0: Oh. oh, is that what He's we're getting? Let's things. hear Kern complain about Destiny Two. Kern. Yes, <laughs> there's
1: a game called Destiny Two. Have you heard about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we've all heard about that
3: freaking cocksmooch of a game, and <laughs> the fact that Bungie <laughs> oh, still won't fix their bullshit on their raid is, as I said, bullshit. So one of these days they'll fix it. It'll be awesome once they do. But the problem is, is, is as Desmond mentioned earlier, which you guys did not hear about a lot of new games that are coming out, like Call of Duty that's out now. And uh, there's a new... Uh, um, uh, is it Titanfall? What is it? There's there's a new game that's coming out that's similar to Titanfall that's, that's just like Destiny with the open world and everything. Uh, a lot of those games are going to be... Uh, I think Destiny Killers, if if, Des- if Bungie does not get on board and fix their issues, which I talked about in in one of our previous podcasts, if they don't get on board and fix these issues with the raid elements and and the glitches and everything that's going on right now, and uh, so other than that, that's about all I have to say on Destiny Two. I mean, uh, I think it's in dire jeopardy. I don't think it's going to be as strong as what Destiny One was. Uh, as a result, uh, they've got uh, Destiny One had a lot of glitches. Don't get me wrong, uh, but they fixed them. And uh, there was not the uh, issues in the raids like what there is uh, right now. So.
2: You better get on that fixing that destiny too. Right,
3: right, right. And the other thing that I had that was that was news related, it was very minor um, to some people, but John Hillerman uh, died today. He was the guy that played Higgins in Magnum P.I., which a lot of people didn't watch because that was like an 80s show. Uh, but uh, for those people that, that really enjoy Mel Brooks, he was in uh, History of the World and Blazing Saddles, and uh, uh-huh. and so uh, I th- I think he played uh, in the in the French uh, part of the uh, History of the World. He played the uh, I don't know if you want to say boyfriend or girlfriend to uh, uh, the guy that played that Harvey Corman played. But anyway, um, he was he was in a in several. Uh, Mel Brooks shows and amongst other things. But anyway, I just wanted to, I I wanted to bring that up because because when I heard about it, I was like, oh, he was Higgins. Okay, that was cool. Higgins was a very stoic character. But then I started researching a little bit, and I didn't really realize that he played these comedic roles like he did in the past.
2: So That's pretty, pretty cool. People. Yeah, I'm sorry that he passed away, but it's cool that he got to do some really fun stuff.
1: I, you know, I, I really... I hope I hope he gets a good send off. Magnum PI is one of the shows that people should watch. It still holds up, I hate to tell people. It, I gave it, a shit current, but it does. Tom yeah. Selleck like, should lay his mustache down on that man's casket. Right, right. Um,
3: and Higgins it, had a had a had a mustache yeah, too.
1: Yeah, but he, he can't take off his own mustache. It's weird. Kern, right, right, don't don't. Right,
3: right. Higgins was a Texas boy. He uh he was born in Denison, Texas, which is just outside of the Dallas area. And uh, so that was another reason why I wanted to bring that up as well.
1: Yeah, but, um, also, a game that came out, I wouldn't know if anyone got this Call of Duty World War II, which officially means I'm old because when I think of Call of Duty, I don't need to be told World War II. <laughs>
4: That's
1: a good point. I'm like, Call of Duty is World War II. That's what it's at. World of War? Come on now.
0: The last one I played was the one with the rapist, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. That was the
3: the last one. I was like, what?
0: What? I don't remember that in any
3: of the Call of Duty campaigns. There's a screenshot.
0: It's Advanced Warfare had Kevin Spacey. Right. There's there's a screenshot where he's pointing up the road and he goes, There's a great middle school right right up the road road here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I sadly have all of them. I'm not going to. I don't have the newest one, which I was like convincing myself I've been so good I haven't bought any games. I'm going to buy it. And then all the reviews uh, told me I was
0: smart. Well, okay. here's the problem. Advanced, uh, World War II, I wanted to get it because of the single player. I mainly pl- like Call of oh, Duty yeah, that's, what, that's all campaign. I play. I don't play. Right. And then somebody played, like, the first 30 minutes, and they said, well, they decided to not go with historical accuracy at all. So, like, apparently they're using guns from, like, the 70s or 80s or something when they're storming Normandy. It's like, oh, wow. well, that doesn't oh, make any wow. sense.
1: Well, no, I want to play it more. You made it. But, the, but then the I don't got want missile. to.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to support the game. I I'm done supporting games that have like microtransactions and loot boxes, which I know blocks me out of a lot of games, but it let me play Mario. But um whenever I saw the thing about the multiplayer where uh there's like a hub world in the multiplayer now, so everybody's just running around uh Normandy Beach and that's where you can go and um, join matches and all that stuff. Well, if you get a loot box, it drops on the beach of Normandy, where in front of your character, and other characters can see the box and can see what you get out of it. And there's like in-game achievements for watching other people open loot boxes. Sounds good. And I'm like, what happened to video games? When I used to be able to play a game. And, like, earn stuff by playing it. And I'd unlock guns and costumes and stuff. And if I wanted to, like, get past something earlier in the game, I'd use what was called a cheat code. Now, now if I want special guns or costumes or to cheat, I have to pay extra for all that. I'm fucking tired of it. Do you
1: remember how long it took us to unlock all the shit on gold?
0: Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it wasn't until like 2006 that somebody found that there was like push button combinations to unlock everything.
3: Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if you mentioned this, Chris, uh, but also, you know, in some games you could buy the book, like the guidebook, and yeah, like twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, and 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 then so that would show you like all the cool areas to find 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 aspects of of treasure or whatever. It's, yeah, it's
1: just uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a good. It's not a good state of games. I was worried that it was going to be DLCs and microtransactions, but it just seems that EA and Activision will find ways to piss me off no matter what happens.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: that said, there there is a game that gives me hope. I've not bought it. It will be the game I think I buy. Chris, you have this game. I it's sure called do. The fractured.
0: Stop the fractured butt. <laughs> This game, I haven't beaten it yet because I was close to beating it and then this game, uh, Mario Odyssey, came out. I haven't heard of it. Uh, so, but this South Park game, um, if you played the original, the Stick of Truth... Uh, oh, I thought you meant it, the one with the cow launcher. Oh, no, not the, not South Park 64. Um, if you played Stick of Truth, this takes place literally like the next day is the idea. It happens right after um, Stick of Truth. It is... Uh, Strategy RPG, as opposed to the other one being a turn-based RPG. Um, It's still turn-based, but you know you have like a map grid, like in Fire Emblem or On Fantasy Tactics. It's that kind of an RPG. Um, It's really funny. There's more character customization options. Uh, It's fantastic and it's hilarious. And um, you know South Park episodes are like 20 minutes long, something like that. If you uh somebody uploaded like all of the cutscenes from this movie as one video on YouTube and it was eight and a half hours long. So that's like eighteen. Season. Yeah, it's like it's like double a season because now seasons are like nine episodes. So it's like two seasons worth of dialogue and like video, you know, and it's it's hilarious. Highly recommend it to anybody that likes South Park or RPGs. Like See, just, that's the thing that fantastic. that's the
1: thing that makes me want to play it. I did you guys ever play either one of the South Park no. New games? No, I did. I did not. I highly recommend even if you don't like South Park, even if you think it's stupid. If you like RPGs. I, yeah.
0: I don't watch South Park and I start. Stick of love truth it.
1: stick of truth is probably the finest RPG I've played in ten years, no bullshit.
0: Oh yeah. That was one of those things I was like I was expecting it to be competent at best. And I was like, Why is this the best RPG I've played in years? And I think this one's better.
1: That's and cool. you he heard it from the horses' mouths. I went, I went back scared. and
0: I went back and played some of uh, Stick of Truth recently. I was like, man, this feels clunky compared to no, no, don't, don't, don't get me excited. And man. it was really good. So anyway, that's that's all I really have to say about South Park. Well, it's, it's it's great.
1: That that's it. So do you want to report
0: a little bit on Super Mario Odyssey so we can get done? Look, man, this Mario Odyssey game. Wonderful. Uh, Moving on. All say is, all I'll say is, it's. Easily the best. It's not easily the best. Easily better than the greatest franchise. It's the best 3D Mario game. Cool. That's what I'll say.
2: Let's go on to Stranger Things.
0: A lot like... Yeah, Yeah, we're going to skip that because that's a comment I
1: think we all want qualified. We'll get there in
0: just a second. I I just (laughs) wanted to say the whole thing is that like, it's very much the Mario of Breath of the Wild. It's not like open world... But when you played Breath of the Wild, (laughs) you know, there was a lot of moments of, I wonder if this will work. And like, you're pleasantly surprised constantly throughout that game. And with Mario, it's the same way. Like, there's so many things that you're like, I wonder if that'll work. I wonder if I can do this. And you can. And it does. And it rewards you. You get moons like every five seconds. Nice. It's fantastic. Anyway,
1: moving on.
2: Main topic, woo!
0: Watch this again. What are we talking about? Uh, Stranger Stranger Things, Things. Stranger Things season
2: two. Netflix.
0: Netflix presents Netflix's Stranger Things season two on Netflix.
2: Stranger Stranger Things
1: is the best news for Netflix this week, and that's that a child (laughs) got caught
0: with
1: with cocaine in there.
0: Yep, the best news from Netflix. Netflix. Kid with cocaine.
1: One show for it. All right, so. Everyone's seen it, both seasons, I assume. Yes. 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 yes.
3: I have to
2: prepare for spoilers, if you don't want to listen to spoilers, don't listen. Yes. There you go. You've been
3: Stop right now.
0: I'm yes. fine with spoilers because uh, Desmond didn't watch it, but he doesn't plan to either. Aww, well, I plan discussion. to. No, no, no. He watched before, some of it.
1: Before I don't want to run this, but we'll, we'll have ahead, a discussion. Bro. But here's the thing: so season one, loved season one, thought it was fantastic, amazing. Season two, does not work for me.
2: What episode did you get to?
1: I probably got four or five deep. Like okay. I, I watched it, and it just became apparent that they were focusing on nothing in particular, and there were too many things I would have I would have taken any of them, and I just, it lost my interest. I mean that's just what happened. It wasn't like anything was particularly bad. It just never panned out to anything. So I was like, yep, thanks.
2: I feel it. I I, I can be, I can see why. Um, just diving into this conversation, um, I felt like the they tried to do the season two a little bit more, kind of like how Game of Thrones does their show, where you like, okay, here's the story about this group of characters. Okay, now we're gonna go talk about this character. Okay, now we're gonna come back to these characters. And it was very, it was a little disjointed. Whereas in the first season, like the only disjointed parts really was between, um all of the characters who were in the real world and then will, who is right in the upside down. Mm -hmm. Um, but for the most part, everybody was together working together, uh, trying, and it was just a very cooperative single, singular storyline.
1: Yeah. So did you like it? Rose? Let me just ask that.
2: I did. I liked it a lot. I feel like the season one was definitely better, but I still enjoyed it. Um, I I have mixed feelings about most of Eleven's arc in yeah. this season. I felt like a lot of it was pointless, especially episode seven.
0: Seven was horseshit, like yeah. real bad.
1: Oh, I heard. That's kind of what led me off. I was <laughs> like, does this get any better at this point? Spoilers can't hurt me. They can only make me watch it. And everyone was like, Seven's bullshit. And I was like, why? I, I'm going to wait. I'm going
0: to wait like two more episodes to be disappointed. Wonderful. I, I wasn't expecting, because I'd heard people say Seven was bad. I didn't know that it was not only going to be bad, but also like basically a filler episode. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's a filler episode is the what it is. The only
0: good thing and lasting thing that came out of episode seven is like the way Eleven's dressed in episode eight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like I, yep. was, I was in when I saw a dude show when there was an arcade when I saw the the little creature running around and when I saw Homeboy jump out in, a, in an all denim suit with his little mustache and mullet on yeah. I was like yo the show's gonna it's bringing it yeah. and then it just fell flat yeah so
2: anyway, the, the people are saying that oh well, that episode was important because Eleven had to learn how to how to channel her her powers through anger and I'm like they could have done that. In so many other ways. And that whole, that part, <laughs> that that part of that episode was literally like 10 seconds long.
1: But, but <laughs> I have a question. Did they really have to do it? Because I felt like I understood that after the first episode because that was what the intro was goddamn about. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Was Homegirl the other one with whatever her number was going? I was like, oh, shit, there's other ones. Eight,
0: yeah. And oh, shit, eight. they
1: have like, like, obviously I figured either the older or stronger, they're angrier, they get they have more powers cuz she's just yeah i felt that and i was like
3: i felt that the episode with 8 was basically like uh, we got to get like 10 episodes out of this season so uh what what how can we add one cuz yeah you know it really it it didn't really i mean it told a little bit of a story there but it didn't really tell us anything that it didn't was go like anywhere. an hour long
2: it didn't go anywhere like yeah. i thought I thought that they were gonna have to she was gonna have to try and bring eight back with her to try and close the gate.
0: So like maybe their
2: powers combined. They needed that to close. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for
3: eight to show up. That's what I was waiting for.
2: Granted, it wouldn't have fixed a lot of the other problems that were in that episode. Like the fact that the teenagers were terrible and boring.
0: They were okay. They were written terribly. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the music was terrible and they were all terrible actors. Terrible. Yeah. Even Eight was like not a good actress. She was I the liked best it. of she yes, was yes. the best actress of the group, but she was also just terrible.
3: Right. The like, only oh, the only thing that back. I can get that I got out of that episode at all was that uh Eleven learned a little bit of compassion in regards to uh the consequences of just killing randomly. Uh, you know because uh in that episode when she's uh when eight's you know probing her to kill um uh, i forgot what his name was but anyway um he was he was one of the guys from the uh the uh um the science lab or whatever and yeah. he had two kids you know there and uh she didn't want to kill him eleven didn't want to kill him and eight didn't care so she was just gonna kill him anyway and but eleven you know, because 'cause eleven has killed like Without even thought, you know, if if somebody's in her way, it's like she does a little head twitch, snaps her neck, whatever the case is. And even even in season two, uh, when it when it goes back to, at the end of season one, after she comes out of the void or out of the upside of of out of the upside down, and the hunter comes up on her, you know, that hunter isn't threatening her. He's not really like trying to kill her he's not trying to capture her or anything like that and he she raises up the the piece of wood that's on fire and it it goes at him and now you assume he dies i don't know if he does for sure or not but she takes some of his clothes and to stay warm and everything so she doesn't have a problem like with with killing somebody that's in her way of survival or or benefiting herself when it comes to survival and i think that's the only thing that i got out of that episode was that she gets a little bit of like, there's consequences to who I kill. Or there's yeah. there's other people that's involved in this person's life, you know, other than just me killing them. There's other people that are involved. That's the yeah. only thing I got out of that episode at all. And that was very minor.
2: Yeah, this was it was definitely a filler episode, but it wasn't even the fun, like, everybody goes to the beach anime filler episode. It was a weird not very interesting and like it was literally halfway through that episode that i was like what is happening here yes there's <laughs> like they're they're dealing with the un, the upside down they're dealing with like will trying to save will and she's off doing whatever wherever she's not not a part of the story and i didn't like that it was weird it was disjointed and at the end it didn't even matter because they didn't do anything with eight
4: exactly they,
2: that whole that whole episode was completely pointless and it was just frustrating it's like why did they decide to write it this way
3: yeah exactly now I I got on board with Stranger Things only a couple of weeks ago and uh, you know we were talking and Rose obviously is a huge fan of Stranger Things yeah. and, um, and if you had heard our Halloween uh, uh, episode that was one of her top three picks as far yeah. as uh, Halloween type uh, shows as far as the series, and uh, so I hadn't even seen see- season one, so I binge watched season one and went directly into season two. And um, one of the things that I notice in uh, both seasons is nobody ever puts their freaking cigarette out; they throw it on the <laughs> ground and they freaking walk off.
4: You know? very <laughs> <80. laughs>
3: easy. Yeah. it's like, it's like, <laughs> dude, really?
4: Out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <sighs> um I did like like I guess we can um we can talk about the things that we liked. I really liked the the new character Maxine. I thought she was cool. Oh yeah. And I thought yeah, she oh, yeah. was an addition is. to the group.
0: And her her super racist brother. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah,
0: okay, so yes,
3: let's talk about okay. that because you just brought that up and I did want to uh, that was one of the things that I wanted to to mention. His it comes the I feel that he doesn't want Max to hang out with um what's his name Uh go ahead
0: say black kid yeah it's, it's the, the black, black
3: it's kid. The, it's it is the black kid I mean but that's not racist because he's freaking black but um uh, <laughs> sure but, Ma- that but Max's
0: brother is the racist one yeah but
3: yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want him her to hang out with him and uh in the beginning you don't know why. And yeah. and and I'm just like, what's going, What what is the deal with them? You know, he's talking about how yeah. they've been forced together and everything like that. And I'm and then
2: she's not his sister. Yeah. and I was like, what is happening? Yeah, here? I was
3: trying to yeah. figure figure all that out. And then it wasn't until the episode when Max is missing and the parents come home and his dad comes yeah. home and he yeah, yeah. slaps the kid around, slaps the older brother around. Is this Billy or Bill? Is his name? Um. He slaps yeah. him around and and that's when I clued in because one of the things that the dad says is that you're you've been staring at yourself all day in the mirror like a faggot. And yeah. then I'm like, Oh, this this guy's <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, and, and then and yeah. then I'm like, Okay, so this is where this kid's coming from. This is where yeah. where he's he, he's he's basically his dad's product, you know. And and yeah, I and and that statement led me to believe that his dad's probably a racist, which yeah. is yep. now the kid is probably actually a racist. You know, yep. so he, he doesn't want Maxine hanging out with him. What what's his freaking name? I can't remember Lucas. Rem- Lucas. It's Lucas. He he doesn't want him hanging around with Lucas because he's freaking black. Yep. Yeah. And it and, 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 and even in the beginning of the series they touch base on that when uh Mike says, "Why are you wearing Vinkman? Why are you Vinkman?" Yeah. "I'm Vinkman." <laughs> we discussed this a couple of months oh, ago, yeah. whatever. And he's like, "No, I'm Vinkman." He goes, and they're like, "Well, there can be two Vinkmans." He goes, "No, there can't be two Vinkmans. You can't be Vinkman." And then Lucas blatantly says, "Why? Because I'm black?" I mean, yes, it is because you're black. Because <laughs> because there were three white men and one black guy. And so it puts that right out there in the very beginning of the season.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, no, one was, thing I, I really, funny. one thing I really loved about the second season was the appreciation for Mike's hot mom. <laughs> oh yeah, like the whenever they of that, <laughs> like that whole scene, I was like, like it starts her, so, so her in the bathtub, <laughs> and I was like, oh, we get a hot Mike, a uh, uh, Mike's hot mom scene, great. And then like uh, whatever the the my, is it Billy? Billy. Is that what we said yeah, Billy. Name?
2: His name's Billy. Whatever.
0: Whenever Billy comes looking for his sister, I was like, I- "I'm, I'm, I like that they got some Mike's hot mom appreciation in this in this season." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because she's <laughs> enough appreciation in the first season, and her husband's asleep all the time. He's not appreciating her. Yeah, she- she's okay. all dolled up, and she's in the
3: tub, and she's reading like one of those like romance Harlequin novels. Harlequin romance. Yeah, like yeah, a- yeah, yeah. With Fabio on the cover. And then, and then, if, and then when she answers the door, it's basically that person on the yeah. cover, right there, his shirt's unbuttoned, and she's looking smoking freaking hot with her her low cut freaking robe on and everything like that. And and I don't know if you guys watched uh, the Beyond Stranger Things part, yeah. But um, they talked about that when they were interviewing the actor. I can't remember what the actor's name is. That's Billy. But um, they improvised a lot of that. Uh, yeah. It just having fun with each other.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't want to harp on about how bad episode seven was good, but I will say what it really highlighted to me was I hated. And I guess this goes back to like how it's like, it feels like separate stories instead of one story. Um, is like, it's a nine episode series and 11 isn't even with the other boys until episode eight
2: yeah I'm like that's, that's so sort that's thing that killed me too yeah right.
0: especially because like it's in an early episode when 11 sort of like escapes and goes looking for like the other kid. right mm-hmm. and like um <laughs> sees Mike with uh, I think it was episode two when Mike saw or when 11 saw Mike with Alex in the gym max Maxine or, yeah. Yeah, max yeah whenever whenever she saw them and like got mad
4: yeah
0: like. To me, that was one of those dumb plot points where it's like all she'd have to do is like talk to him, <laughs> and everything would have been fine. Right. But because yeah. she saw a girl, she like flipped out and went home.
2: Which is weird because <laughs> I feel like she wouldn't understand, like the 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 like the usual thing when you see when the usual trope there is that a girl sees boy with another girl and gets jealous, right? Because she thinks maybe they're flirting or whatever.
3: Right. But I
2: don't. I feel like Eleven, with her upbringing, would understand that that's something to get jealous about.
3: See, I disagree because I felt that when she saw Mike smiling at Maxine, the way kind of he smiled at her, I think that's what triggered that.
2: But well, I feel like I thought, if, if he had been in there with any other of his guy friends.
3: But that's a guy.
2: But I don't think well, she would okay. understand with her, the way that she was raised in a lab without any social but constructs. But yeah, but
3: I was also, say, she's been watching soap operas for a very long I time. I guess
2: that's true. Yeah. She's been doing nothing but watching soaps in the cabin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I was, was going to say my thing was, like, from the first season, it seemed like Mike, the whole first season, like, was into Eleven. Yeah. But eleven wasn't into him back because she like just didn't have that kind of
2: She'd understand. experience
0: interacting with people. Yeah. So that's why I thought like even with the soap operas, like I don't think she watched the soap operas and like realized that she liked Mike. Like that that seems like a really flimsy like reason for all that.
2: Yeah, I feel Maybe. like it was a reason to get them to get them to. It was an excuse yeah. for them not to have met up, and it was. Yeah week at, at best
0: yeah so given like what kind of interactions we've seen 11 have it would have made more sense if she would have looked in seen max with mike and just thought oh he must have made a new friend and then just walk in yeah. like that would have made more sense to she me can't, i would just like to point
1: out the severe waste of pumpkins that went into the making of this season
0: <laughs> <laughs> the severe waste
1: of so pumpkins. we could get to a tunnel to nowhere well <sighs> i mean so not much, nowhere so many pumpkins so many Such pumpkins pumpkin. died and gave themselves
2: for the season two. To build I mean Listen, those are plaster casted pumpkins. They each cost three thousand dollars. Sure. They're not real pumpkins, it's okay. Um
3: the, <laughs> yeah. one of the other things that I noticed in uh season two, I was talking about the uh the fact that they all threw their cigarettes down and just ran away. Um, in, in episode two, it seemed like there was a lot of like very rapid acceleration and spinning out of the tires it's like they had to show that like at least like half a dozen times
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! one does not simply drive a trans
3: am bro right no yeah, i'm not even talking about billy and his camaro and it was a camaro i'll uh oh, was
1: it a camaro yeah it was,
3: right. a, it, was, it was a camaro God, and a camaro. um and uh but it, it was it was uh it was uh what's what's the mom's name uh uh
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Winona Ryder's character.
3: Yeah, she spun out in the pinto like yeah, Joyce. She spun out in the little pinto like two or three times. Uh, the sheriff, you know, at least once backwards and then forward, uh, three or four times. Uh, you, uh, yeah, everybody was spinning out. It seemed like it was f- like, and they had to like show that they had to like center it on the tire when they showed it. The, it was like
1: in the gravel. I will I will say one positive thing that I've never said before. Yeah. Sean Aston's acting was pretty on oh. this time around.
2: Sean Aston was like the gem of this season.
1: Here's the thing. I literally hate him and everything. <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> and you knew he and, you, and and for that reason you knew when you saw him in the very beginning that he was not gonna last till the end of the season.
0: I just... Here's the thing. I didn't expect Paul Reiser to last the whole season, is, and yeah, he did. Right. Yeah, true <laughs> that. He hasn't lasted,
1: he hasn't lasted and, through a movie or a season since Mad About
0: You. Admittedly, okay. <laughs> Paul Reiser was pretty good. I thought he played yeah. his role really well. I was I surprised
2: the, that he turned out to be an okay guy. Yeah. But um, Bob... Oh, gosh. Bob. See,
0: one of, the, one of the things that bugged me, too, was I feel like the um when Samwise died, that... Seeing that moment was like the only time that there were really high stakes in the whole season, because like, did you chant Rudy? You see yeah, exactly. And and you knew it was happening too, because he's just standing in the middle of an open, just going, everything's gonna be fine. I'm like, oh, he's gonna die. I'm like, dies. oh no.
4: And but I was like,
0: like no. In, in the final episode, it literally goes, all right, here's our plan, and then they do the plan, and it works, and then that's it. I'm like, Yeah. What? There wasn't like a moment when I was like, oh no, Hopper's gonna die, or Eleven's gonna die, or Will's gonna die, or Mike like speaking. Nope, of, I like was... the fact that you said that because
1: here's the thing with Hopper. Of all the people that anyone should stay away from, I felt like Hopper was the only person that has proven to me that just he shouldn't be around people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um, yeah. So let's so uh, Bob's death, his scene where he's getting eaten by the demi dogs. That went on for so long.
4: Yeah, and it
2: was so heart wrenching. Here, and it was just like it was like one of the the most deeply disturbing scenes I think in the whole movie, just because it went on for okay. so long. Here's my here's
3: my <laughs> issue with Bob's death. Um, and and again I'll go back to Beyond Stranger
1: Things. A little things. bit of lambish bread. Yeah,
3: is uh Beyond Stranger <laughs> Things. They oh. talk about how um how he 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 kept saying. That you know, he knew he was going to die as an actor. He knew he was going to die, and he kept saying to the brothers, you know, just give me a good death, just give me a good death, you know, just let me die well. And they're like, you know, finally they're like, okay, we hear you, we hear you. Um, This is my issue with his death. You know, he's hauling ass, getting away from these freaking dogs. He knows they're on his ass, and he comes out of this door and he stops to pause and look at Joyce and like this whole like, oh, you know, look, and then. He gets freaking hit by the dogs. It's like,
2: why? It's like that, classic it, horror movie yes, girl trips yes, on her shoe. It was like,
3: it was a good death, <laughs> but it was the most stupid death at the same time. Because why did he fucking stop? I would have been hauling ass. I'd have been like, hey, Joyce, baby, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. I have to. I know. Give door. me the keys to you know, it I a the it go, baby. We got to go. go. We got to go. And, um. And he stops, you know, and it was just like, holy shit, dude, because you're just thinking the whole way through, you're thinking like, oh, he's about to die here, oh, no, oh, he's about to die here, oh, no, and then all of a sudden he comes out, and you're just like, really, that's how they're going to fucking kill him, because he's going to stop and pause and look at Joyce? I mean, fuck. Uh, Yeah.
2: It was, Bob was just too pure for this world, I guess.
3: No, and I agree that he should have died, I mean, (laughs) you know, but... I don't know, dude. I wish he, he would have came GBC out of the doors. <laughs> I wish he would have came out of the doors, hauling ass to Joyce, being like, "Go, go, go!" And then he gets sideswiped by a freaking dog. You know, just, not stopping and like... in, in taking in the moment when you are freaking supposed to be hauling ass to save your life.
2: Yeah. yeah. So the the whole thing, the reason why I really like Bob's character is because when you start off, he, he's like, oh. He's the the dorky like stepfather figure. He's like this right? he's seen? like Seanus? yeah. He's like this this character that's just like eh, he's not gonna be a big deal. He's just gonna be a dork the whole time. But like he ends up being like this big sweetheart who's like genuinely good yep. and who yeah. like, like just takes everything in stride, even when they're like suddenly digging a tunnel and there's crazy stuff everywhere.
0: Yeah. Uh, and he, he finds out his girlfriend's son is possessed by a demon, and he just rolls with it. It's like, okay, yeah, 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 whatever you need to do. obliviousness
1: to that kid being possessed. And did, <laughs> <you, laughs> did you catch? That.
3: Did you catch the little borderline? And they talked about it again. Uh, the borderline Goonies reference when he was looking at all the drawings, and he was like, what's, "What? What is? What's the X word the X mark spot? Uh, uh, is it a treasure map? And and it was so like borderline Goonies yeah. thing.
2: Yeah. and a lot of that I was watched I watched that beyond the bond beyond the whatever uh Stranger, Stranger Things Stranger Things yeah. No idea.
1: Um it's a show on Netflix.
2: It's a oh, show. On, is it? Yeah, it's like a little like little mini series they did after It's a it DVD came out.
1: feature extra. <laughs> Basically on yeah. on Netflix.
2: And right. it's pretty cool. They sit down they talk with the actors and what's his name the the guy who was the uh dean from community is like the host or whatever. Um, yeah. Um uh, so they're they're like they sit down and talk about it. So they talked about how like uh how all, most of that scene where um where Bob's in the tunnel with them like the actual like upside down tunnel.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: A lot of that is just him ad libbing. Yes, going that's there, right. Going like oh mm-hmm. man, look at all was this is this were we in his map? Are we in are we in his map? That was all like ad libbed and stuff, and it was really cute. Um, and they also talked about how like. Originally, they were gonna kill off Bob by having Will kill him.
1: Yes, that would've been
0: weird.
2: Possessed Will killing him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, that have been that been hard to way, rejoice didn't to live with. He like, had the thing in him, and was. Um, you, know,
1: you know, there's two things I did like, but I feel like they're continuations from season one. But I'll go ahead and throw them out there because they're still good. I just think it's a one trick kind of a deal. The the feel, it definitely feels like. Oh yeah. It's made in the late '80s or yeah. '90s. it's
2: still got that good old um, school stuff.
1: Yeah, it has a feel. It also has a classic horror movie feel. Like it still manages to pull some tricks off like that. Right. I think the problem is that with the dogs, the only thing that, that you can really say about that right is like that works so well for aliens, didn't? Oh, wait a minute, no, it sucked too. Like not being mean, I'm just saying. Like I yeah. like D'Artagnan was was an interesting idea when it first happened. And then when I realized, I was like, oh, so the stakes are bullshit. Because we've already seen this episode. This was season one. Yeah. I mean, that was immediate. And then they're like, oh, well, he's possessed. And I'm like, he's been obviously possessed for a long time. Yeah. And for a kid that gets hooked up to so many goddamn machines and has so many doctors and police around him and a superpowered friend, this is a really shitty take on, like, how to figure this kid's deal out. Like, I don't get it. I did like
3: uh, how the season started in the arcade. because oh, yeah. Because for yeah. me, um, you know, I guess technically if you want to call me the old man of the group, um, that was the time frame that I was in when arcades came about. And, and um, oh, shit, my mind is going just to crap right now. Uh, is it Dustin? Dustin is the kid? Yeah, uh, yeah Dustin. Yeah. Dustin... Um, Searching and scavenging for freaking quarters in his living room, <laughs> and and he's telling his telling his mom, get up, get up, let, you know, let me look, let me look, and he finds some quarters. That, I mean, that was me, you know. I was scavenging for quarters, and of all things, to go play Dragon's Slayer. I mean, it was, you know, you oh, had, all, drag- you, had the, you had all the games that came out at the time, and they were all twenty-five cent games. But when Dragon's Slayer came out, it was a fifty-cent game. And the graphics were way ahead of its time, the gameplay, everything like that. And, and that so,
2: was expensive. Yes. For and, that time.
3: Yes. And so uh, that was that was really cool. I really enjoyed uh, them kind of, and, and they they kind of pulled away. You didn't see any of that um, uh, Dungeons & Dragons play happen uh, like what happened in Season 1 because I felt like they were asphyxiated with the arcade. They, yeah. were, they were and getting they kind of into moved.
1: those video games, yeah. There's a so- little Easter egg there that I really want to hit on because I just think it's awesome. Um, there's a game called Computer Space, which Nolan Bushnell, the guy, Ted Dabney, the guys that made Atari, they made the very first video game cabinet, and it's the weird-looking cabinet. I am positive. I won't go back and look. I'm not looking. I can't Twitter it right now, but I was like, I am positive I saw that cabinet. In the that arcade works. In the yeah. And I was Probably. like That's awesome That's just Honor Like Polybius I was looking At the games Realizing which ones I I, you know Recognized But I saw that machine It's such a weird Shape and design That you never see That was like Oh my god That's computer space That's like the very First video game <laughs> So that's I mean it's from Like the 70s did, But it makes sense That it's there
0: Did you right. see Polybius Was Polybius In the arcade I did not look <laughs> I did But not I hope see not that. But
1: it would make sense 11 should have the high score yeah. It would make sense Um Sorry,
2: Rose. Um, no, it was just like uh, I wanted to touch on speaking of Dustin, talking about Dustin, I wanted to talk a little bit about Dustin and his mom, uh, because I thought that that whole I thought that the mom was great. Yeah. His mom was great. The dynamic they had was and hilarious. I, I love
0: that kid. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. And yeah. him and uh, freaking Steve, like they had like this whole oh, like yeah. big brother little brother like yeah. bonding moment. Yeah. I really like I really enjoyed that a lot. Um.
3: I did too. I feel like was... I felt like that was a, a very necessary thing for them because I think it brought them, you know, as, as two of the main characters in the story, and the and, and the way that they got together is basically, you know, Dustin's like trying to uh you know, wrangle in D'Artagnan and which now he realizes is a uh
2: Demi Gorgon.
3: Demigorgon, yeah. <laughs> or what he kept calling a a demigog uh demi dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, um, uh, and the only one that basically shows up is Steve, you know. So yeah. he kind of takes what what he's dealt, and he's like, "Look, man, you got to help me. We got we got to go." And um and no, I thought that was great, and I loved I loved at the end how how uh well you know they had the whole walk down the deal, and he's talking about hair products and everything to yeah. Dustin and everything, and then at the end for the dance, you know, uh, Dustin walks in and his hair is all. Pimped up and everything. I thought that was awesome.
2: Like that. I liked uh, Steve and the Babysitters Club, basically, with him and all the kids. It was, it was, is it a great dynamic.
0: Yeah, because what what's weird he... is like, oh sorry, the, go ahead. The, the transition from like, because he was sort of like the bully in the first right. movie. Yes. Right. Now he's supposed to be like a good guy friend, but then like, so am I supposed to feel bad that he can't get with Mike's sister?
2: No. Nah. Yeah, I that's like, the thing. I've... There was like that. I felt oh, so he bad him, when it like, was not. It's just like, uh, it made me so sad. I was like, I oh, mean, I didn't ever want to feel sorry for, for him. And that whole like thing, that whole scene where she's like, I, we're just pretending to be in love. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, it's what?
1: bullshit. It's bullshit. But, but that's, that's the thing. I, I really actually liked that relationship. And one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing, from what I saw, the dinner with Barb's parents. Oh, oh my god. Gosh. So yeah. real, so raw. Oh with yeah. the fucking KFC. Dude, bro, I'm not seeing like somebody set down a formal dinner with a bucket of KFC <laughs> since 1992. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So real. Was
2: they sat down good.
1: and like tucked napkins in their eyes, had knives and forks shaking yep. against each other. And, you're looking yeah. good. and they were like, Would you like a leg or a thigh? <laughs> yeah. Biscuits uh, and sides and everything. And I was like, what happened to the good old days like that where you could just like bring in a bag of RBs and be like I'm going to put this on a plate.
0: Yeah. I want to touch on two moments from the series or this the season. Um, one I think is probably the most gut-wrenching scene in the season and it's when okay, so earlier in this same episode Will is talking to Bob and Bob talks about how he used to be scared of. I can't remember what he was saying. He was scared of something. Yeah, it was and yeah. Run from it, and then finally he's just like stood his ground and said, "Go away," and it went away. Yeah, yeah. But so Then later in the episode, he's running from the whatever evil thing. Yep. And he finally like because he ran out of school, he's out in the field, and then he remembers talking to Bob, and it's like sort of inspirational. And he turns and looks at like looks directly at it and starts yelling, "Go away." And you're like, because in your head you're like, it's a kid, it's gonna work out. And, it does, and he just turns around yeah, and says like, yeah. go away, go. And then it starts going into his body. And it was the worst advice ever. <laughs> <laughs> still like cutting between him being like taken over, Look, but still showing Bob going easy peasy. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. here's
1: the thing. Like, Is yeah. he here's, die? The, here's the thing. They didn't know this yet. But so if there's one person you take, you don't take advice from when you're standing on a football field. <laughs> It's fucking Rudy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. They didn't have that. No. It was just that moment. I was like, holy he's shit. Like, like this. Shit. Running away was the right thing to do. And this Bob didn't know. Oh, what yeah. You're he yeah, like, he's
1: with. there and the thing just hits him and it's just on him. And there's full Kevin
0: Spacey. There's nothing he could do. It's just over yeah. The The other moment, which I think was a real low point of the season. At the end of season one, Will spits up what turns out to be the first, uh, dog. Jimmy dog. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. And like that kind of like leads into Oh shit's still going to happen. Like season two is going to somewhat have something to do with what he spit up and all this stuff. And like one thing that I kept thinking was, I know they're going to do another season. They're not going to stop at two. I think they said they want to stop at four or five. Sure. They've already renewed it for season three, all this stuff.
1: Yeah, they gotta do the battle of the five armies. Yeah, so I got
0: you. <laughs> so as they're going, as they're going towards the end, I keep thinking, you know, what's gonna happen? Who's it gonna happen to? Is it just gonna be Will again? What's going What's going on? And it ends, and they're at a dance, and then the camera just zooms out from like the school auditorium or wherever the dance is. It zooms out, and then it just turns clockwise. And just shows you the upside down mm-hmm. yeah. and shows the big demon thing. Right. right. And then that's it. So there's not like an event or anything that connects it. It's just like the show just ends with, by the way, the upside down still exists, and that's it.
1: But you know what's so weird about that? Is there was a lot, there's a problem this season that we didn't have last season. There was a lot of storytelling that was happening because the characters didn't know, right. but the audience knew. And I was oh, really yeah. confused as to why that tone changed. Like, in season one, we discovered things with him. That worked really well. Yeah. But this season, when he's having the visions and the dreams, we've already seen it. We know what's going on.
4: Yeah.
1: And when he's right. drawing stuff, she's sketching over it. I'm like, yeah, it's real. We we, we know that. We know that. <laughs> yeah. We are wasting five minutes here to have a reveal that's some mediocre acting, not bad, just mediocre, from when it arrived. Like, I Why? Why? And that was symptomatic of why I left. Because I, the reason I left the show, again, nothing bad. I thought the show was really good. There were parts I liked, Sean Austin, get. But it just seemed like one, it was scattered. It didn't really have a direction to me when I did it. Two, no one was coming together. It just seemed like they were trying to find a reason to have Max added to the group and catch up on her backstory and what needed to happen there. We focused a lot on the group dynamic of a group we already loved. So weird. And then lastly, the thing that got me was it's just there was a lot of lazy storytelling where I was like, this is just dragging. And I already know what this character knows. Yeah. yeah. What this character is trying to discover is not up to me. Like I've already seen that their relationship is not working because you're telling me a good story. You have the visual cues. You have the setting. I get the feeling from what I'm looking at. I don't need you to lay it out for me. Piece by piece.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like the um, we could have it could have totally had ended. I feel like with this season, like it's yeah. There's some like other stuff they could explore, but the the gate to the other side, to the upside down, is closed. But, now
3: is so, it because well, in in yeah. season one there were several little gates, like in the tree when uh um, right. What's but her the, name? The, Nancy is that her name?
2: Yeah. And there there were always those little gates but like those gates didn't show up until uh, 11 accidentally opened the one in the right. yeah. in the actual power plant. Um so that was like the main gate that was letting all these little gates open. So but my thing was at the end when um 11 has shut the gate and they're on that little like uh whatever thing they were on that was suspended in the air. Um when he was like he was like, "You did it. Good job." It looked—I thought—it looked like they were in the Upside Down. Like, had what had happened to her whenever um, she killed the Demogorgon? Mm-hmm. How she just like disappeared because she was using so much power? She disappeared and was in the Upside Down. So mm-hmm. th- I feel like if that had happened, and her and uh, and uh, Hopper were stuck in the Upside Down with the gate completely closed would have been an interesting start to the next season of figuring out how to get out now that the gates are fully closed and how to avoid the crazy monsters that they're stuck with. Yeah.
0: That would have been better than what we got that was basically nothing. Like yeah. there wasn't a cliff there wasn't a cliffhanger. Well No, I, it I, ended. I
2: just, it I, ended and now it should just yeah. be done. But yeah. they're not gonna do that. I don't, it's know, gonna be
3: but, weird. I don't know what they're gonna do for season three. Um, you know, and and they even admitted uh as they were Going through season two, after they even started filming parts of season two, they were still writing the tail end sections of season two. So there's no telling what's going to happen in season three. But, you know, like I I think like Chris said, you know, you know, we we see that this this monster, whatever it is, is still in the upside down and the upside down still exists. I'm going to be really disappointed if we have another season of the upside down. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's there. It exists. Maybe there's some after effects and everything like that. But I, I really hope it doesn't have anything to do with the upside down.
2: Maybe instead focuses on like eight and the other maybe possible. Yeah,
3: maybe something like that or maybe, like you know, whatever. Children. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And, and if it does have anything to do with the upside down, it's it's not the whole entering the gate and going into it. No, and, no, and all
1: that no. Crap. I, I will tell you this right now. You know what the best words you could see? Two words, well, I guess one's technically numbers. Should, it should be a car in the open road, sun shining. It should say summer, nineteen ninety-five. They should be in college, and mm. it should be
0: happening.
2: That'd, That'd be, cool. be great
0: if it was like years later. Yeah. They're not gonna do that yeah,
2: though because that. No, all the not, kids are still cast.
3: No, it's gonna be it's well, gonna like be nineteen eighty-six is what or what was it 1983, 84? So it's gonna be eighty-five yeah, or was what was the last one? Was it eighty-five or eighty-four? The last one's probably eighty four. Yeah, so the next one's gonna be eighty five probably. It's gonna be a year later, maybe two years later at tops.
2: Yeah, there they are yeah, I mean this one was a two... year after
3: the first one, right? Yeah, it was. It was exactly yeah. a year. Um and, and one of the biggest things that I really did not like there was there were two things that I did not like about season two, and um and I did like season two. I mean, um overall I I did like it. Uh, yeah. but two things that I really did not like was one is Steve is Steve gonna get his ass fucking beat at the end of every season? I mean because <laughs> that's that's what happened in season one and that's what happened in season two and then um the other thing is um is 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 freaking joy is it her name's Joyce is Joyce gonna freaking like put shit up all over the house like in season one it was the lights and in season two it was the drawings. You know, and it was all over the freaking house, you know, away. Is Will of...
2: going to be like half dead through season three again, yeah, just I like he was in yeah. season one and I two? Did, I just didn't like that. They need that... to give Will a break. I didn't like that,
3: that like, exactly the same thing type thing. Yeah, I mean, it was lights the first season, it's the drawings the second season. Steve got his ass beat at the end of both seasons. You know, I am, I am a little bit interested in, in the development between Maxine and the group. You know, because they um, they had a whole like you can't be part of our group thing. Um, what, and she's like, "What do you mean?" You know, and it was so weird too because in the beginning she had she had no interest in them. You know, uh, uh, Dustin and uh, oh shit, freaking uh, Lucas. Lucas, yeah. Dustin and Lucas were spying on her and everything like that. She even dropped the note in the trash that said, "Quit." Sp- Quit spying on me, creeps, or something like that. Um, She had no interest in them. And then, as she started hanging around them a little bit, she started getting interest in them. And then it was like, one of those things is like, when you can't have something, you want it. And when they kept, you can't be part of our group. You know, she wanted to be more part of the group. And she kept, why can't I be part of the group? You know, she was like, what are you going to be? I'm a Zoomer you know you know what the hell is that and then at the end when she's driving driving the car you know and they're like that was awesome and she goes see zoomer you know so that that's going to kind of like hint that she's going to be part of the group you know ultimately but um I'm really interested to see because like we said before Steve was kind of the antagonist in the first season and he came around to be kind of a good guy or he did actually become a good guy at the end you know and help help fight the uh, the and everything uh, and uh, so now Billy is is that. And so it's right. going to be interesting to see because um, I really felt bad for Billy. You know, in the beginning you think he's just this freaking asshole punk. And then
0: when his dad yeah. starts slapping him around... <laughs> And you find out he's an abusive punk with an abusive dad. Yeah, exactly. He's still still an asshole. He's still an
3: asshole. Yeah,
0: but he's... I actually out loud said, oh, fuck you, show. I'm not going to feel bad for this guy (laughs) now (laughs) just because his dad's beating him. (laughs) Oh, no! you worship my passion. My big thing about Billy and uh, Max is, like, early on, you're like, something's up. Something's going on. What's, like, the secret... I was like, maybe they're experiments too. Maybe something weird is going on. That's what on. I thought. Nope. But the secret is he's racist and abusive, and his parents are abusive, and that's it. I was least like his oh, dad is. Yeah. That's yeah. not like interesting.
2: Yeah. Your characters like, I
0: thought... barely added anything to the season. But no, they but added runtime. I
2: thought there, there was like I thought there was like something crazy. Like they were from some weird like Californian cult. Where they oh, yeah. murdered some, they like uh, murdered somebody. Yeah, they I thought there was going to be something a lot
1: more
3: interesting. And had to run
2: off yeah. somewhere.
1: I would also watch a season that was about a cult following Eleven. Yeah, I would also. Be- <laughs> I'm just saying. Right now, it's not. It's not that I feel it's bad. It's just there were a lot of tricks, in one that was like, "Oh, that's so cool," but seeing it in two, it's like, "All right, but what are you gonna add?" Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's my take. I'm not saying it's a negative. It's still really well done and still really great. Yeah. But it's like these children have established themselves as capable actors.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The adults have established themselves. The story is interesting.
0: Mike's mom has established herself it's as hot. hot. Yeah. smoking
1: yeah. So hot. <laughs> what, what do we? What do we? What are we gaining? She
0: was my optometrist and put her hand on my knee.
2: <laughs> oh my um. God.
0: Let's uh let's not talk about that. So <laughs> you, need to, you need to
1: come forward. Terry Cruz has the strength, Chris. Mm.
2: Hey, I
0: I need to go back and see her again, actually. Oh. <laughs> I mean, not for any particular reason, just to see how she's doing. <laughs> just, um, just to see how she's
1: doing.
0: Now it's gonna be you. I guess I could her since she gave me her cell phone number. Oh my oh. god. This is freaking Anyways, gossip. I like the fact that... Hey, do up. She was hot, okay? Chris didn't know there was folders. <laughs> but now I'm really high.
1: wondering if Chris knew that this woman was like seriously like, I'm into it. It's what I do. It's like, I'm not proud of it, but it's what I do.
0: Um, I hit on my um. side. All of them. Like, oh. Huh.
1: No, well, maybe, maybe she's an info you don't know. I'm not saying yeah, she know. is, but Who there's knows? a possibility one. Who knows?
2: There's also that she's, maybe uh, she's, like that,
1: tall, big guys.
2: Speaking of of Billy and
1: uh. That wasn't his name's Chris.
2: Weird scenes. Well, I was thinking <laughs> well, about the dash. last thing on topic we were talking about. Um, but um, the that whole weird like moment in the shower with him and Steve, where he's like, "You're a good looking guy. You'll yeah. <laughs> find." Like, oh yeah, it's like so and then bizarre. And he turned off the
0: water on him. I was like, he can just. I, I was, back I was on. So,
3: so I was so much expecting Billy when he was kind of at his shoulder to kind of look down, do like a little <laughs> quick look down, and it didn't, it didn't <laughs> oh, happen. Billy's closet. But I was, it's I was so expecting down. that. I was
1: totally expecting that. Yeah. I, I have no clue. I just, I just really want the show to be. Better than it was this time. I don't think it's bad. Here's the thing. The problem is this: one to me was amazing. Season one, yeah, nine out of ten probably.
2: And two was okay.
1: And two, it yeah, two was like it was a good. seven. It's like a seven or something. But the problem is, I'm just like I'm not invested in this. Yeah. I mean, I was invested in one. One, I had to know what happened. Two, I was like, I can do things like, literally, I started doing things within the background. The next thing I knew, I was like, oh, are you still watching? I no. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then I realized how much the Making a Murderer sound, theme sounds like uh, the Game of Thrones theme. Because I,
0: I was like, I'll just watch that.
2: You know what you, should, should, watch. Watch you should watch? You should watch American Vandal, because that one was really good.
0: I've heard that's good. Um, I The last thing I want to say about season two is like... I love the whole. I love Hopper being Eleven's like adopted dad. Yeah, yes. their relationship. I like yeah. that a
2: lot. Yeah. It, was it was really interesting to
0: me, and it was perfect. That whole open the door.
2: <laughs> yeah, the whole I'm fight. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> I, I really. I got candy. Way.
1: The telling the time thing. Every all of it was.
0: That was fantastic. And then like at the end, whenever he got the the paper that says, uh, "What's her real name?" Jane. Jane Hopper, yeah. like on the birth certificate that Hopper gets, I yeah. was like, that's fantastic. And then Paul Reiser is all, you should probably, uh, you know, lay low for a while. And he's like, how long is a while? He's like, uh, a year. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much telling you it's going to be a year between them. <laughs> yeah. Like Which means I might actually after. have been alive by the time of
3: season three and comes And then they around. immediately go to the dance. Um, what do you guys think about? You know, we didn't talk about this character. They didn't- we, t- we t- yeah we we talked about a lot of the characters, but we didn't talk about one of the guys in there that kind of opened up the story uh in relation to where it potentially is going to go and was a huge deal at the end of the season was Murray you know Murray uh has Nancy and uh Jonathan come visit him because they're wanting oh, yeah. to they're wanting to blow open um the whole uh Uh, story with um oh what what, yeah. And um because they just can't take having these dinners with their parents anymore because now now they're they're mortgaging off their they're selling their house to invest in this private investigator to find out where their daughter is when they both know she's dead. And um and at the end of that you see Murray basically sitting next to the gate of the of the facility as they're leaving laughing and waving at him and of course one of the guards you know, flips know. him off. And uh, so, yeah. you know, what... Are you going to go full Bob Lazar? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm wondering what's going to happen with all of that. Because, you know, we were yeah. we were talking about what, you know, what we might not want to see. Or at least I was. I don't want to see the upside down necessarily as part of the main topic in the next one. And now the facility is abandoned.
2: Yeah, now it's shut down. So yeah. the, the big bad guys, quote unquote, the guys who started it all, who caused all the problems aren't gone anymore. See, that's the whole thing. This season wraps up really cleanly to be the end. The kids are all out. They're at the dance. Yep. Good times, fun times. Everyone's good. Um, Billy's still kind of a dick, but at least he knows not to mess with them anymore. Um, they so got Hawkins power and light shut down. Uh, yep. It's, it's like all in a nice little package with the bow on top. Right. Like maybe you don't know what's going on with eight, but nobody liked that episode anyway, so nobody cares.
1: Right. <laughs> I think it would be interesting to see them tackle something completely different, because I mean that, like I said, that was part of why I lost my interest. Was I was like, oh no, it's the same thread as last time. Yeah. And they were like, but he's stuck and possessed. I'm like, oh no, like he was last time.
2: Like he was. Last- <laughs>
1: That's I mean that's where I ended up and yeah. that's kind of well, that was yeah. like I said the storytelling is what drove me away more than any because the tone is awesome the acting is awesome it just fell flat because I was like they're not gonna go anywhere with this and then I knew exactly like I don't I've read the synopsis. I'm not finished the last three episodes or whatever I assumed that that was what was gonna happen around episode eight or nine
4: yeah
1: they'd cram everybody back together and be like. It's back, and it's like, oh, this is your Ghostbusters chewing it, aren't you? Yeah. No, yeah. but you're you're right, Desmond, because
3: that's that's what I mean. Your your pet peeve on the whole thing is is an overall, and where like mine is a little bit more, um, it's a little less, I guess. But like I was explain saying before, with like the versus the Christmas lights all over the house versus the drawings. You know, right. Steve gets his ass beat at the end of one. He gets his ass beat at the end of two. It. You're right. I mean, it's a lot of the same thing. We're just telling it a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's why I'm saying I don't want to see anything. If there's anything about the upside down at all in season three, I want it to be very minor. I don't well, want it to go to the right part.
1: side up, though.
3: Yes. I don't want it to be the major part of the story like it, like it was in season one and two. Let's go to can the can right side else. go to the
0: left side up and meet right said Fred yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that's mean, I'm Fred. waiting for the
1: obligatory max headroom like appearance it has to yeah. come in like season 3 um, or 4
0: yeah I uh I don't think that a season can be as good as the first season though because of the freshness of the first yeah. season
2: yeah it's something very different and just like
0: Unless they to jump really. ahead to college or high school, well, no, at least I mean, high school. I think they could do a high school a year from now. They
1: could probably, but well, I mean, they're even probably they seventh grade right now 20. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're all like 15 years old. I mean, they're high school age. Yeah, yeah. but that's yeah. even then. I think the thing is more like Rose had said, and Kern was hinting at that. It's not. I think the thing that you can do to make it the freshest is change the tone completely. Let's not make it – horror. it could be a murder mystery or like it could be solving what actually – like what's going on. That guy being a conspiracy theorist and trying to expose the whole thing would be a great basis for building off that. Sure, he's the poor um, man Stanley Tucci, but that doesn't stop him from being I mean, crucial.
0: There's also like a plot point that happens in this season that does happen in season – It happens in episode seven that could be part of what the big plot is in season three. And it's Eleven looking for Papa.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. supposedly
0: he's not dead. Supposedly he's alive and he's just in hiding or whatever.
3: Which so, I, I find that really hard to freaking believe because you saw a freaking Demogordon jump his freaking ass. Yeah. You know, in at the end of season one. Now, you didn't see him, like, officially die, but, I mean, like, why would he
1: not have died? Because on the back of his neck there's a tattoo that says one.
0: yeah maybe it's an experiment too that'd be a pretty cool twist actually
2: so something i liked that i i I liked all the the lovecraft like feel to some of the villains and the creatures and i did like i don't know if we've pointed this out before but uh hawkins power and light is the is the is the whole uh is are the bat we're the bad guys and it's it's hpl so uh hp lovecraft there's like a connection there um there's a lot of like lovecraftian stories that are a little bit different um that would work too if they wanted to go off of something other than the upside down
3: yeah Uh, because i was thinking whenever it was kind of showing a little bit of the image of the creature when when uh um oh shit dude i'm i'm really bad at remembering everybody's freaking name when uh uh, Will, when Will was seeing the, 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 the creature, I thought it was going to be like a Call of Cthulhu. I thought it was going to be a Cthulhu type thing is yeah. what, what I thought it was going to be.
2: So Ooh. there's, like, I'd like to see, like, there's, like, the, what, the cult of the yellow man or whatever. Rose, um, you
1: just read my mind because I was sitting here yeah. thinking, I was like, what if there's a cult that worships these, and that's why the Upside Down is surviving? It's, of, is
2: surviving. surviving. There's yeah. there there's HP Lovecraft story. It's like I think it's just yellow. He has got a specific name. I forget what it is. When you say it three times, he you summon him. Um, he's the yellow, known as the Yellow Man. Um, he's got a cult followers that go around and like do like weird little culty play things, and summon and summon the Yellow Man. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um... summon the Yellow Man
1: background and he goes because <laughs> no, you said the yellow man
2: <laughs> oh my god but like like have cults like sure maybe the upside down is still a part of it because that's the the creepy other world we don't want to introduce another creepy other world just to do something of like different if they're going to be basically the same thing, but like have this weird cult that like worships these creatures from the upside down and maybe right. like summons them or yeah. uh, something like that. Like that would be okay.
1: That's what I was thinking <laughs> it was a different creature that just the back, the background is just, it's from the upside down. We don't even have to show it. We don't go there. We leave it alone. It came from there. It can't go back now. Yeah. So it's stuck in this world, and they're keeping it alive, and it's not, a, you know, Demi. So Demi Moore's dead, and they just – it 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 wreaks hell, and they need to find the others to to fight it or something. I don't fucking know. But yeah, just something yeah. that's not a rehash of the last season. Yes. Because then, you know what? Then you get –
3: Yellow that,
2: King. Yellow King.
3: That's yeah. how you – I'm going to be, I'm gonna be really pissed off if there's, like – Something in season three where where Joyce plashes shit all over her freaking house again, and, <laughs> and Steve gets his ass beat be again. They're going to just a yeah, spiders. all that, yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Come, I can't wait. I can't wait three. to see
1: it. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch this one. I just was disappointed as why I stopped more than yeah. Me.
2: It's still good. I just no, no.
1: I, I I feel that it's just like I wanted it. It was something special. And, yeah. you know, today we talked a lot about things that are special should be special. And it didn't have that shine. So yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree that season, I like, for me personally, I did like season one better than season two. And, and it wasn't because season one, I guess it was because season one was first. You know, had season yep. two been first, I might huge. like season two better than season one. But right. after seeing season one and then seeing, a, like, you know, Desmond's turn off and everything like that his points well made, a lot of the same things in season two, you know, it, it lost lost a lot of its luster. I mean, it was still a great season, don't get me wrong, I don't want to take away from it, especially with the addition of some of the new characters and everything like that and the character development, especially um, right, Dustin, because Dustin kind of turned into a yeah. hero, you know, at the end, um, where he kind of pushed everybody back and he, he walked up to D'Artagnan and was like, you know, and and that that tells me like you know talking about the upside down and talking about those Demi uh, dogs that they've got some some intelligence because it ha- it showed loyalty towards dustin and and so I thought that was a little bit interesting but I do hope that we see something totally different in season 3
2: Yeah I agree
1: Yep could well, not be more excited
2: I think we've we've wrapped up this Stranger we Things.
1: We have. We jumped right into it, and we jumped right out of it.
2: I think it was good, though. I think it was good. It is.
1: It is. So, um, I guess if anyone wants to, to argue about this, they, they can find us online.
0: Right?
1: Yes. That's the bottom line of it
0: all. Yeah. We're at com. Is that right? <laughs> is that what we are? We're is. the Nerdist on Twitter.
1: You can find us at or by searching Crispin Glover.
0: Um, <laughs> Yeah, go to YouTube and look for Clowny Clown Clown.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: it's <laughs> this, our new music video. This episode
3: can, brought to you by uh, Ocean Spray Cranberry Juice Cocktail and uh, Apple Crown Crown Royal.
1: And our commercial sponsors were KB Toys. And
3: uh, <laughs> where you can get the limited
2: edition emo rose figure. Emo
1: rose with the trench coat and everything. <laughs> And yep. if, you, if you go on YouTube and watch our channel, which does exist somewhere, you have to find it. And you watch us unpack loot boxes, you will also unlock a special treasure.
2: Yeah. The all treasure right. that was inside you all along.
1: Well, now Rose gave it away for free, so we're done. Oh, ah, damn. Ah, spoiler.
2: <laughs> Hi, guys.
3: Bye.
2: Yeah, let's hope this episode actually recorded right.
3: Yeah. Right. Oh, well, did, so one way or so another. So, um that that's the end of it so I am going to go ahead and close out audio this upload and then I will upload it to the uh, drive and then let you guys listen to it and see I, I really on my end I didn't notice a lot of uh, dipping out as far as like lag or anything like that there was a little bit but not too bad so hopefully it turned out okay
2: yeah
0: Mike's hot mom
2: Mikes, <laughs> Mike's hot. hot mom not. Hot Mike's mom.
0: Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mike's. No, I man. almost said that once in the podcast. Yeah. I <laughs> <said> hot <laughs> Mike's <laughs> <mom>.
2: 2219. <22, laughs> uh, let's roll. 2219. Yep. Oh man.
0: Oh, All right. I'm gonna Are go you? to
2: bed. I'm yeah. gonna send you guys this recording of my voice. Yes.
0: Alrighty. Alrighty, then. Alrighty Okay. See ya. Bye
4: All right, guys.